Federal IT is facing an explosion of complexity. At the same time, government's being asked to innovate and move faster. To meet these requirements and reduce complexity, agencies must change the way they work, both technically and culturally. I'm Brittany Johnston, Meritalk's Research Director, and on today's episode of Meritalking, I'm joined by Brian Mickelson, Vice President and General Manager for U.S. Public Sector at Datadog. We'll break down the causes of IT complexity and discuss how enterprise-wide visibility can enable both technical and cultural transformation. Brian, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. First off, huge congratulations to you and the team on Datadog's first public sector event, Datadog Observed, this past December. I want to get right to the heart of this conversation and start with something that you mentioned in your remarks, which is that across the board, IT is experiencing an explosion of complexity. Can you talk about why this has happened in federal IT in particular? And then we'll talk about what those implications are. Thank you for picking up on that. I think basically it's become my thesis statement, you know, that the IT systems we build and manage are becoming more complex at an accelerating rate. And I really do. I come at this with empathy for all involved, whether it's the mission owners, the IT owners, the downstream citizen and mission participants. It's frankly a problem for all of us to consider. So I think part of your question was, you know, what's the public sector or Fed burden associated with this? And I'd love to say that there wasn't an additional burden on Fed or public sector at large. But unfortunately, I think that there is. I would suggest that Fed in many ways is a laggard in technology adoption, but I wanna say that not necessarily in the way that others have put it. I do not think that the government is a laggard at buying tech. I think that the US government buys as much or more technology solutions than almost any vertical on the planet. Beyond tech and tools at this point, I think it's the silos within government that create barriers for adoption of the practices that have allowed industry to go faster than government. What I'd kind of like extend that to say is, it's similar problems, but at different scale. And unfortunately, the problems I think are piling up faster in government than they are in industry. And I think there's a reason for that. The government itself, it has a tremendous burden. It is eventually the world's largest IT modernization project. For everyone else, their starting point in scale is wherever they were when they started. You know, being cloud native inherently is probably a little bit easier than transforming the legacy infrastructure of the government into a well thought out hybrid architecture. Fewer larger and none tackle the breadth of mission capabilities and the long tail of data that our government solution providers have to figure out. So then what would you say the implications are for federal agencies? I mean, I think the challenge of that problem, the way I stated it, is that they are not only is complexity adding up at an accelerating rate, we use the Gartner terminology of technical debt, that exponential explosion in complexity is leading to a technical debt burden for the leaders. The, the implications are we're getting further behind at an accelerating rate. So at a time when we know we've got to be working on citizen experience, cybersecurity, zero trust, understanding AI use within our government branches, we are falling further and further behind the capabilities of industry because of the challenge of breaking down government silos. Absolutely. So I think that's a good summary of kind of the why we are where we are. Let's talk about what we do about it. So based on your experience at Datadog and other major tech companies, what are some strategies that federal IT professionals can use to manage and try and work to overcome all of this complexity? 
I think that's a great question. You know, if the burden is complexity and slow decision-making time, then I think that the solution really revolves around simplification and acceleration. And so with that being said, what I would say about those is those are themselves repeating patterns that have eventually you know, led to success. If the challenge is complexity and the answer lies in simplicity, then what we have to figure out is how do we take that which is inherently very complex and make it more simple? And that's, frankly, when we talk about innovation in the world of observability and security, that is exactly what's happening. They get the sort of specific recommendations. Just take, for example, a typical severity one ticket. Somebody's going to log a problem into some sort of ITSM, take like a service now. And eventually what's probably going to happen when I talk to customers about how they triage and solve for these severity one tickets, Folks from the networking team get online, security and operations get online, you know, infrastructure, applications, cloud operations, everyone's got to get online. Everyone comes to the puzzle and they start to talk about what are they seeing from their specific tools perspective, because what's really happened over time is we've purchased monitoring tools for network, for server, for operating system. You know, VMware will have its own monitoring tool for virtual machines. But eventually the challenge here is that we don't have the perspective of a shared understanding of the health and security posture of our IT systems. So it kind of boils down to the technical debt's adding up at an accelerating rate. It's because of siloed tools and siloed teams. The opportunity or the suggestion on how to fix that is you really have to take advantage of innovation in a way that simplifies that very complex problem. And the repeating pattern in all this is that eventually where there is usually at the beginning, there is a point in time solution, such as a network tool or such as an APM tool. Eventually you get to, in the world of tech, somebody comes up with a very innovative platform. Somebody comes out with a more meaningful end-to-end solution that really allows you to consolidate tools and then break down those silos between your people. Absolutely. So Thinking about how we go forward, we can't really go much further without talking about what's going on with the FY24 budget. How are you seeing this impact your customers' ability to innovate? It is what it is. It's a challenging time in government. Not the first time we've been on a continuing resolution, but we have introduced some new language this year around things like laddered continuing resolutions, where we've broken up the big budget problem down into in theory, more manageable chunks, but what really gives us is you know more complex deadlines. The biggest challenge under a continuing resolution seems to be that we don't necessarily have the clarity we need to start new projects. But at the same time, we will create an even more burdensome problem if we don't figure out a way to continually act. And so the guidance I would give you know, both the teams that we have at Datadog, as well as the customers that we're serving, is I think this is the imperatives become that much more important. So when you think about the executive orders and memorandums that are coming down, I think we mentioned them earlier, but the big ones we talk about are citizen experience, cybersecurity. We look at what's going on from an AI perspective. This is where I would suggest it's not a new project. It is how are you attaching innovative solutions to the most important prerogatives coming out of the executive office. And that's kind of how I think you operate this year. In a year with continuing resolution, You have to figure out how to make the budget go further. So it's got to be about tools reduction, cost consolidation, but it's also got to be about putting your solutions to work against those most important of presidential initiatives. 
So we've got federal IT leaders who are working to manage this escalating complexity. We can't really work with any net new projects, but we're talking about extending the ones that we have in motion. Meanwhile, citizens and leadership are pressing government to innovate and move as quickly as possible. So each of these are requirements for driving federal government transformation. And taken alone, each one is a massive undertaking. So how is industry coming together to help agencies address these requirements in a more cohesive way? I think that's a great question. The way it sets up, industry continues to innovate, right? That's the one thing we know for certain, whether you're a Moore's Law fan or you know any other of the exponentially up and to the right curves, the innovation continues to happen. So the question is, is the government in a position to take advantage of that innovation? And this one, I think, for what we do in the world of observability and security, let's take citizen experience for a specific example. What can we do to improve citizen experience? If you think about the challenges they're articulating, less than half of government services have been digitized, very inconsistent experiences from department to department, really inconsistent citizen experience when it comes down to mobile access, whether it's browser access, HTML, mobile devices. What is industry doing from an innovative perspective? In the world of observability and security, what a company like Datadog is doing is we are connecting with a single unified platform we can go and look specifically at what's happening at that front end edge of the user experience. So as much as I typically talk network, infrastructure, servers, containers, operating systems, we can pivot that and go look right out at the front end experience that the citizen's having. I'll name just a couple of ways that happens, but we talk about it in terms of RUM, which is real user monitoring. We talk about it in the form of synthetics, which is really automated testing to understand if you have a problem before the citizen has a negative experience. But eventually what happens is the innovative approach to this is that for years, there's been point solutions that handle any one of those elements. So just like network infrastructure, operating system clouds, those have all been unified on a platform. Datadog's single unified platform for end-to-end -end observability and security, we also bring together the front-end elements. So we can help product managers, help desks. They can understand where are citizens getting stuck within HTML or application experiences. We can help product managers and help us understand where user experience drops off, where the application's being underpenetrated. We can find out where things are simply just not working. And again, that's both in real time from a real user monitoring perspective, as well as doing it automated through synthetics and or something as unique as doing session replay, where you know, from a help desk perspective, if I wanted to see how a citizen experience was happening in a unique, specific government website with Datadog RUM and event session replay, you would have the ability to replay that entire user session down to the unique citizen. Okay, well, so then you have that visibility and transparency all the way through the system. What's interesting is, again, like, you know, historically, you could always, a lot of these things you could always do. It's not the fact that there is synthetics or there is RUM or there is observability for various layers of a hybrid stack. It's the fact that it's now out of a meaningful, single unified platform. The easiest way I can put this out there is just a little explanation of what Datadog really is. Datadog is a SaaS-only delivery model for a end-to-end, -end unified, full-stack observability and security. And so really for, I'd say, the first time in our space, we are connecting the back end, the front end up and down the stack, doesn't matter whether you want to monitor systems on site, 
or systems in the cloud. Doesn't matter whether you want to monitor systems behind the firewall or what's happening out in more of the user space. We bring all of that together in a meaningful way. And what that really allows to happen, instead of now having multiple teams and multiple tools all gathering around the severity one ticket, what you really have now is you have a, a way of proactively managing the user experience, proactively understanding the health. And what I would really articulate is quantitatively articulating the health of your IT systems and the health of your security posture, as well as getting steps towards remediation. So that one of the things I articulate on a pretty regular basis, the tech is years ahead of the culture, because really what this tech is allowing us to do, this is allowing us to break down those silos that naturally exist based on tool choices we made in the past. Today's tools choices have to have a cultural component. I ask leaders all the time, it's nice to bring in the right tools. How are the tools you're bringing in actually breaking down those barriers? Because it is, I mentioned it earlier, but for 20 years, we've been talking DevOps. And for 10 years, we've been talking DevSecOps. But we do a lot more talking about it than we actually do, I think, implementing it. A tool like Datadog, this full stack observability and security platform, this its natural capability. We talk about it a lot at Datadog. Our natural ability is to break down silos and bring teams together. So you're not just buying a tool, you're enabling a culture through a tool acquisition. As the perfect segment, because my next question was all about culture. So I appreciate you seeing me up like that. So multiple industry and government experts have expressed the need for major culture shifts. So for example, approaching technology from a user first perspective or breaking down these silos that we're talking about. What do you think is the greatest? cultural shift that federal organizations need to make today? And of course, talk a little bit about how technology could help. And that's it. It's a good kind of summary conversation too, because the answer for complexity is simplicity and the answer for sluggishness would be speed. So how do you really bring all those things together? Be its natural state, government creates silos. And we can go back to like 10th grade civics and talk about the 16 departments that report to the executive branch and the agencies and offices that report to those departments. And then the projects and programs and initiatives that you know actually get funded by Congress on a line item basis. And it's those line items that almost create the silos. But at the same time, it's those silos that are putting the distance behind the capabilities of industry and the capabilities of government. But I think the pressure forms because it's the capabilities of industry that create the expectations for government, right? So the experience I get on my private sector apps on my iPhone, or frankly, I'm, a, I'm an Android user. So on my Google phone, I'm used to getting that experience. I want that same experience with every interaction I have with government, but the silos within government don't allow government to move at the pace that industry is moving. The way you solve for that, I think that government has to emulate industry's movements, progress, patterns, and capabilities. And I think a lot of that can start. If somebody wants a single one thing I can do to start to break down silos of excellence or however you want to demonstrate them inside their organization, start looking at the most modern observability and security platforms that you can because those platforms and the technology underneath them, it is inherently removing those barriers, bringing teams together. I'll give you an idea from Datadog's perspective. We do not charge on a user-based model. The reason we don't do that is we want everybody within an organization to be in the tool, looking at the health and security posture of an organization, getting the same views, the same information at the same time. Okay, great. 
I think this is a good way to circle back to one of the conversations at the event that I found particularly compelling. And that was the presentation from Bob Amos. He oversees the team that manages the consumer websites for the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, like Medicare.gov and Healthcare.gov. And these are sites that we know serve tens of millions of Americans. But he said that they faced a lot of challenges, that they were too hard to use and the software development process just wasn't efficient. But so luckily, he explained that in the last few years, CMS has really turned things around. They've become an agile development shop. They've increased customer satisfaction with Medicare.gov by 16% year over year, which in my line of work is very significant. So can you talk a little bit about where Datadog fits into the CMS technology toolset and how your team helped CMS achieve some of these gains? Absolutely. What I'll say is without going into too many specifics of the meaningful work between Datadog and CMS, which is multifaceted, what I would offer is that the use of Datadog's single unified observability and security platform is helping them break down silos between those teams. They have had the ability using Datadog to consolidate tools, reduce costs, and what they've really been able to do is accelerate transformation. I think specifically, I think what Bob mentioned on stage is that APM tools like Datadog allow them deep insights in their applications across multiple teams. That is the articulation of the breaking down of silos. And then what I would say, it's breaking down silos unto itself that's not the actual problem or the fix. The outcome of this, really what we're trying to do is we need to know when our IT systems are unhealthy or unsecure. We talk about MTTD or mean time to detection. And then we talk about MTTR, which is mean time to resolution. I think what's really going on is that Datadog's unified observability and security platform is allowing CMS and other large public sector organizations, specifically in federal, we are allowing them to move faster. They know when they have an issue, they resolve the issue faster. It eventually puts the data they need to know the health and security posture of their organizations at their fingertips. And that goes back to what we were saying earlier about the speed of decision-making kind of when it's fast, you can innovate that much faster. When it's slow, you're really compounding that technical debt. That's exactly right. I mean, it just is what it is, right? Moore's law is the idea that you get twice to compute for half the cost every 18 months. And that particular law has been in place around the hardware industry for a long time. I think it pretty much holds steady across all innovation. It is obvious. Look at FY23, and it is just not at all a hard argument to make to think that the pace of innovation is actually accelerating quite a bit. And it is simply that reality. If someone agrees with that, especially as an IT leader, they've got to ask themselves, how do they match that? It is how do I adopt innovative solutions that marry to the outcomes I want? And the outcomes I want are pretty straightforward. I want healthier systems. I want more secure systems. I want to know that that's the reality through quantitative measures. And I want to more quickly be able to resolve issues when they occur hopefully proactive to actually having negative experience for my constituent citizens, mission participants, et cetera. I think that's a great summary. Uh, one more question I have for you before we start to wrap up. Datadog recently announced some technical advancements, including the commitment to achieve FedRAMP high authorization, which is very exciting. Can you tell us about how Datadog is working to anticipate and meet federal IT needs for greater observability and improved security moving forward. Absolutely accurate. And if I can, I'll kind of restate what we said at the event. 
Datadog at the November 23 AWS reInvent, we publicly announced our commitment to achieve elevated authorizations for both FedRAMP and for defense information assurance level certifications. Specifically where we're at, we have had FedRAMP moderate since uh, January of 22. What our customers are telling us is that they would like us to achieve elevated certifications, which it expands our market penetration. But more importantly, it expands, going back to everything we've talked about, for organizations that have both FedRAMP moderate and FedRAMP high requirements, there's a real benefit to us elevating our authorization level. It gives them the ability to use our tool for even more pressing matters within their organizations. If it has to be said, we are a SaaS only player, which really means we have to be an expert at government certification, specifically FedRAMP. And what I would offer is it's changed quite a bit over the years, right? I would suggest that in the, the early 2000s, mid like 2010, 2015, FedRAMP was something people were talking about. It was important, but it didn't necessarily have the teeth that it now has. So given the Defense Authorization Act from last year, FedRAMP becomes the law of the land. Thou shalt have FedRAMP. We continually see just this week, I've seen more DOD memorandums about thou shalt have, not like capabilities, but thou shalt have the actual certifications. So Datadog's announcement of intent is good. And then I think there's a part of the question is like, how do we even stay up? So I mentioned it a little bit, but end-to-end -end observability and security, Datadog is the largest player in the space. That unto itself, not overly important. What is important, we're the fastest growing in the space. And on top of the fastest growing part, we put the most back into research and development. And it's not hard to prove this. Us and our worthy competitors, we're all public. We can see the R&D line, so we can publish these stats. But eventually, where this is all fed, not only are we the largest, fastest growing, and most innovative, the leaders that are taking us down this path are not foreign to the U.S. government. If you think about it, our CISO has a history in U.S. intelligence. Our regulated industries product manager has an ongoing history with the Department of Defense. I would suggest that we stay very up to date and our intent is to help the government in all of its use cases. So frankly, the next steps for us are FedRAMP high and information assurance level five, but I wouldn't suggest that's the end of the journey. That's just the next part of the journey. Brian, I think that's a great summary. Thank you so much. We really appreciate the opportunity to continue the conversation that you and your team started at Datadog Observe. I think it's so important to talk about the technical and the cultural aspects of IT transformation that so many agencies are grappling with. So thank you for bringing them together for us. Really enjoyed the conversation. Thank you very much for having me. Me too. All right, everyone. That's all we have for today. Thanks for listening. To learn more about Datadog, visit datadoghq.com. Have a great day.